You don't have headphones on, so assumably you can't hear any of this. No. Okay. There's no uh, way I could. I am actually listening, and I do have a headphone on. Only one ear, but I do have it on. Well, how it goes. In the world of podcasts. This is the world of Welcome to Cardboard, the board game podcast. I'm Devon Body, And I'm Steve Davis, with my microphone turned on this time. Take 74. Take 74. Couldn't figure out what was going on for 73 takes. Well, we started on take 73. That so. is true. So, it was only one take. <laughs> we didn't want to erase the number from that clickety-clacker. No, no. So, every take now is 73. Yep. What are we talking about this week, Devon? Well, I'll tell you! It's here. <laughs> what are we talking about, Devon? How did you know? I, I, you know what? Because I'm the only one listening. Wow. Let me figure that out. Yeah. Well, all right. Cool, cool. Hero Clicks. It's Hero Clicks, the tabletop figurine war game. Like, with mostly superheroes. But sometimes not. Sometimes WWE superstars. Or Ninja Turtles. Wait, or... are Ninja Turtles superheroes? Well, they started in a comic book. Yeah. So they're kind of like superheroes, I would say. Right. Also, oops, sometimes also, the cast from Buffy and the cast from multiple <laughs> Star Treks or Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. So a lot of different things that are loosely based around science fiction and fantasy. And whatnot. There's also Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Yes. Those are and some high other fantasy. weird ones we could list if we felt like going down a list. Yes. Speaking of lists, let's go down this list. No. All right. Uh, Devon, you have some sort of... What's in the box? Well, this one is a little peculiar. This one's a little different. There are starter boxes, which will come with a few figurines, the rules, some dice, maybe a map or two. Everything you need to... Everything you need to start Start playing. But this is a collectible game. This There's no one box that you buy. It's It's kind of like... You know, uh, a, a collectible card game, but you yeah. got to collect all the. You can collect as many pieces as you like, which uh, is all of them. Which is especially all... the ones that are limited edition and only there's one in every six crates. Yeah, they call them chase pieces that'll have a different color base and different things that typically more rare might do more damage or just do different things. But um, yeah, it's, but you don't it's... play with those; you sell them. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you're, you're probably right. I do have a couple pieces that are worth, well, at the height, I did see that they were worth about $80. Now they're down. Yeah, I should have. I have two of one of them. It's down to 40 or 50 now, but I mean, for one single piece, that's still pretty good for a booster you buy for 10, 15 bucks. It can be a bit expensive if you really want to get, you know. Well, if you're looking for everything. Yeah, if you're yeah, if you're looking to collect, if you're a collector style person like me, then yeah, it gets expensive. I will say this is not like a like our last two episodes, uh, Unstable Unicorns and Boss Monster, where low impact on rules, very easy to to go through. This is not the case. Nope. You could play 
many, many rounds of Unstable Unicorns in the time it would take just to learn the rules for this game. It is uh, quite in-depth. A little trickier. Yeah, a little bit trickier. But on the upside, a lot of the symbols on the pieces are the same, but every piece is completely different. Yes, every piece is uh, completely different. Actually, they've even in recent years, and I'm talking like five, six, seven years ago, actually probably longer ago, they made the pieces even more in-depth, more customizable. It's not just, you know, one of eight powers that you get. Each one can have very specific power to itself. Right, so, and some of them now come with little booklets. So, I mean, some of them are so in-depth that they have a booklet. I have the Giant Man piece, which is actually huge. It's actually like eight to ten inches tall. But, uh, it doesn't sound huge. Which doesn't sound huge, but the pieces are about an inch and a half tall. So uh, to to maybe two or three inches. But yeah, that one's huge. But it does come with a mini booklet of all the things it can do. Yeah, so. Well, this is a game that started in July of 2002. 18 years. That is 18 years ago. Okay, that's roughly around what we said. Yeah. In its first run, it was from 2002 to 2008. Where things were a lot simpler, you mostly had just the colored symbols on the yeah. platforms that denoted what powers each piece had. There wasn't much to it beyond that. It was a little bit more um, simple to play, but you had to really know the rules. Yeah, I mean, we got the starter sets when they first came out, the Marvel and DC starter sets, and that was... Uh, I don't you Actually, you, not you. Not, when I say we, not you, me and my other friend. Well, we got them, and man, that was uh, was a lot of fun. Yeah, the first set to come out was the DC Comics Hyper Time. Hyper Time. Wow. Yeah. What was the Marvel one? Do you know? I did not check. That's okay. The That's first okay. Marvel one, but it would be around yeah, the same yeah. time. I remember. I remember the box. I can yeah. see the box in my head. Oh man, eighteen it years ago. Would feature the more prominent heroes, so you get your Flash, your Superman. I do like you went Flash first. I do like you went Flash first. Uh yeah, Batman, uh obviously. Yep. And I think yeah, Aquaman was there. Aquaman. Not entirely sure. Probably a Wonder Woman. But of course, these figures, um, more of a suggestion of the character from how they appeared. Yeah, and I mean, with later iterations, they didn't just put in here's you know Iron Man. It was no here's Iron Man from this specific comic book or this specific run when the big marvel movies came out and even uh sorry the dc like batman movies like they brought out pieces specifically for those yeah movies. as a representation of the character in that movie as a figurine for your tabletop board game exactly so you could have the captain america from uh winter soldier and the captain america from civil war and they would have different strength levels different abilities and things like that yeah and they wouldn't just do like the main characters either you would have like shield agent six Oh who would yeah, just be like some guy in a shirt with a tie. Who yeah, had a gun with him. <laughs> I actually uh, at a fan expo a few years ago. I actually went and bought a bunch, uh, like one each of like each of the just shield uh, pieces that I could find because I like sometimes I like playing those just human squads. Yeah, um, that they can come in and actually they have some advantages to them in that sense. Yeah, and then like even in like the original ones, you would have like police officers. Oh yeah, and like thugs. bystanders. Yeah, thugs and different things. Like it was super low point values, like six points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was actually pretty. You had crazy. like one click. 
Yeah, I think they had like three or four clicks. Like, Which nothing. I mean brings us to the title of the characters, right? Hero clicks. A hero click is a figurine with a face that rotates. Yeah, and clicks. Yeah. It used to be that you needed a special ring yes. in order to rotate the bottom of it. That broke a lot of pieces. Yeah, it really did not do well for the longevity of a lot of these pieces. They seized up a lot. They, I have a lot of my old pieces you cannot Yeah, they would out. either seize or become so loose that there's no way of keeping the... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was one or the other. Like, one or the other. Where it was. Yeah, uh, but now they've... they've. Uh, I mean, to put up the price, but the, 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 the bases are much more advanced. They turn within themselves. Yeah, you can yeah. use your hand to manipulate yeah. it, and you don't need a special ring... Yeah, and the the reason they turn is there's one little gap in the base that lets you see some uh, information inside. They have your stats. Think, what are the four stats they have? So you have your attack, your speed, your defense, your range, and your damage. Well, the range doesn't change. No, the range is on the, range a, the is outside on, of the dial. On the base, and then those four other, the speed, attack, defense and damage are on the inside and as you turn the click those numbers will change that is why you turn them when you take damage you lose click so when you're at the high point the first click you're arguably typically at your most powerful but not always not always the hulk some i have some hulk pieces where he starts out as bruce banner and gets angrier as he takes more damage yeah uh but aside from that yeah you would typically get worse off but sometimes you just change i also have pieces that has six clicks the first three are exactly the same and then the second three are a difference but they're also the same as each other yeah and Um, then you'd have other figures where there's two characters on the same click so you would have one version where you would start on say click 14 and it would ko on click seven yes and then you'd have the other side of the dial which would start at click six and ko on click one yeah exactly and then there's even more where say uh, it gives you options. So each piece has a point value that determines how many pieces you can put in your force. We'll get into that. But some pieces give you multiple options. Like on the red line, this piece is 150 points. And on the blue line, this piece is 70 points. And on the yellow line, this piece is 40 points. And then you have multiple options for fitting that piece into your uh, force. Yeah, so it's really a mix and match. And depending on how long a game that you'd like to play, you could play with a point limit as low as 100 or as high as you feel like going to. Yeah, and you could even you could even go lower than 100. I mean, depending on how, the pieces you have, you may not want to, but like if you were just doing a small shield force, maybe you could get away with a 50-point uh, battle. That'd be a yeah, really, really short game. But... Probably quite quick, very yeah. important on whoever's getting that first hit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so the yeah the amount of points uh, you choose between all the players, uh, typically just two players. Um, yeah, but it can get as big as you are willing to make it. Yeah, I mean the rules, the 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 basic rules just have two player system. Yeah, but, but there are additional rules for if you'd like more than two players. Right, and we've made our own rules on that as well. Now, on top of all of those symbols on the cards. Nowadays, there's also the small symbol of a star on many cards. I mean, most of them (laughs) at this point. This means that this card has additional rules that you need to go to the reference page 
to figure out. Yeah, they have some uh, custom abilities or effects that don't change with the turning of the dial. Yeah, that is specific to that figure that you do need to look up as it will greatly affect the way that you will use it. Absolutely, yeah. And then there are some other things that will be printed on the dial too. So, I mean, the point value, obviously. Um, the speed uh, symbol will change if they can fly, swim, or just walk. Then I think the defense symbol could show you if it has like a stripe in it, they are able to do uh, more. Uh, they can push themselves farther without taking uh, damage from exhaustion. And uh, I think range has... Oh, oh, and then like the size of the piece, actually. So some uh, are bigger, like that giant man piece I have would be considered a colossal piece. So that uh, comes into play when like targeting, right? Like you could target past. If someone's standing in front of giant man, it's not like, well, uh, he's blocked now. No, you can hit him because he's so giant. Yeah. But if there's a smaller piece, they could hide behind smaller items like Ant-Man that I also have where he's shrunken down. So you could actually um, be blocked. So those are the, those are what pretty much yeah. is printed on the dial. And I mean, the most important thing is the name of the character. That's also on there. It's <laughs> also on the face. So and, you don't have well to as, memorize that for yes. every single one. You yes, that's right. It, it, it will tell you. And it'll also let you know what team they are on, if they are associated with a team. That's right. There are team abilities. Uh, what set they came with. Yes. As well as the number in that set that they belong to. Right. If you are a collector and are looking to collect them all. Yes, the sequence number. That's right. That is That is correct. There's also the improved symbol. Oh, that's just, right. And, the plus. Yeah, just another extra thing that you need to keep track of. Right. So the star is when the character has a very specific set of abilities, but the improved character usually just uh, can ignore or work around different yeah. terrain. It's typically to do with terrain, how they move around and interact. Yeah. And then there's characters with more than one base. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. I, I think I have some of those where you can take the piece off the base and move it to a different base. Yeah, yeah, I think I have some of those, a Marvel versus X-Men set. Or uh, Avengers versus X-Men. Pretty cool. Yeah. It used to be that the characters that could fly had a slider on it so that to you show could when slide were... up and down to, to show sh when they could fly. Yeah, it was when they were soaring versus hovering or something. Yeah, versus They got walking. rid of that. I think it's... Flight yeah, now is now it's just, just a movement. Thing. Thing. <laughs> it you can't. Yeah, it was something like if you wanted to soar, uh, it, it would like, a move, like allow you to get away from damage yeah, and things like that. Move action so you could only get attacked by range attacks. But something. I think they've done away with that. I think a oh, flying yeah, character got, is just there. Yeah, it's just I think you can still change your elevation if you'd mm -hmm. like, so you can only be targeted by range. Uh, that's possible. I never really used that very much, but... Uh, well, it's... most characters will have at least some sort of range or an ability that works at range. Yeah. Well, Wolverine doesn't have range. But he can be a ranged weapon. <laughs> yes, yes, Cannonball. Is that what it's called? No, uh, the Cannonball Special. Yep. That's right. Classic team-up move. Throw your ally at your enemy. Don't give any more information. Out. If anyone knows... Uh, what it is we're referring to, or yeah, a cannonball special. Wolverine seems to be getting thrown or throws. 
someone or something. Well, someone. Who is that other person? Comment on our Twitter uh, or our Instagram. Use the hashtag. There is a right answer. Cardboard. There is a right answer. We will pick which one that is based on your response. No, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, we don't have a hashtag, but um, just mention us. And whoever gets it right will get something. We'll figure that out. All right. Uh, what's Hero next? click D6. A D6. That's all the dice you need. Is that even possible in today's world? Where what nothing bad has happened? <laughs> what? Just using a D6? Spending a D6. That... It's probably fine. It's fine. We'll figure it out. I don't know what you mean by sending a D6. You know, sending it to somebody. A la post mail. Why, why do you want to send someone a Hero Clicks? As a prize for answering our question. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. We will send you. A, yeah. We'll send you a, a die. Yeah, yeah sure. I well, actually, the interesting thing with the hero click die is that usually for the six, they would have like a special symbol on it or something. So I have three different ones. I have the Avengers one. So for the six is the Avengers A. For the X-Men ones I have, it's the X-Men X. And then I have the Green Lantern one, and for the six, there's a the Green Lantern symbol. But those are the only dice I have. They stopped making dice for every special set they made. What? Yeah. I guess in those 18 years, things have changed. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But yeah, uh, I mean, in the original sets, it was just a a white die with black pit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the maps that would come with these games would be like, just paper fold-out maps. They'd be of like a the battlefield like outdoors on the street or it would be in, a in an office building yep. i think i had one that was just like the surface of the moon oh yeah that's uh, right there's like a shaolin temple the flash museum yeah i had uh, uh i think like different avengers uh hideouts and like different types of like reactor cores and things like that i think uh, you had a volcano lair i think i had something in a volcano yeah yeah, the Shaolin Temple. Um, yeah, there's a lot of fun ones. And they have like a, basically a grid of like inch and a half by inch and a half squares that fit the hero figures. And that's how they and that's how you determine where they move. It's all yeah. on a, based on a grid. And then they'd have simulated elevation just on the sheet. Yeah, marked by lines and things. But I've seen quite a few where people have like built those out into full play sets. That was something I really wanted to do was build a three dimensional HeroClix map when we were like when we were in, like in the middle Into of the... yeah when when this was the one game we played when for a long time. When this was the entire paycheck going to HeroClix. Man, we did yeah when we were spending a lot of Darn money on those paper routes. Yeah, really, <laughs> really. Yeah, I mean the entire pay the entire paycheck was about seventy five yeah. bucks, but. Straight to the comic. Straight, straight to the store to buy those boosters. Not or... even for a chase or anything, just to get more. Just to get more. Uh, I have, I have hundreds and hundreds of them. In all honesty, I have way more than you do. Yeah. Yeah, I spend a lot. I actually bought a whole brick once. I did not buy That's a whole ten brick. boosters. Were you there when I bought it? I think I did the tenth anniversary. I or... think I had. I went there to pick one, pick that up with you, and then I bought like. 
three boosters. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bought it. I bought the uh, 10th anniversary brick, which was 10 boosters. That was like 100, 120 bucks. That was a lot of money. But you got I some st- cool things in there. I got some really cool things. I got some really cool things. Yeah. I don't remember what any of them were. I but don't. You seemed really excited I, at the time. <laughs> I know one of them was the Taskmaster, which was a really cool piece. Speaking of the pieces, they come in all sorts of different rarities. Starting from a white ring, which is the un- sorry the most common pieces. Then there's green. <laughs> That's the uncommon piece. <laughs> <laughs> there's green, which is uncommon. Silver, which is rare. Gold, which is very rare. And then bronze, which is limited edition. And then I like the ones where um, they actually change the color of the base. Typically, it was red. And that would show you a chase piece. And those ones were... Well, at first, the red, the colored bases were to determine that that is the villain of a specific other character. So Oh, but that's would... going way, that's yeah, going like, way back. Yeah, like way back. <laughs> yeah, the, the characters... Yeah, or actually, so you would it wasn't have, even like, just Lex red. Luthor with a red base, and then a Superman with a red base, they and could they not. couldn't be on the same team. That's right, yeah. They did abandon that. Yeah. But yes, that's right. It was actually, it was um, in the, it wasn't the first set, but really early on it was, I remember, Superman and Doomsday. So Superman and Doomsday each had a blue base, so they could never be on the same team. Yeah. yeah. That was an interesting, uh, I think that was kind of interesting idea, but I don't, there was no real... Yeah, I mean, there's probably a rule somewhere deep down in the rule book that still has something similar to that. Yeah, but I think they, I think they probably abandoned it because they also realized, like, okay, we said Doomsday and Superman can't be on the same team, but then Lex Luthor could, or he could also fight next to, um, I don't know, John Cena, and it's like yeah. then that doesn't even make <laughs> any kind of sense. So I think it, I think they abandoned that just for the fact that we're already breaking the rules of the comic universe that they're based in because they can play literally i could have and i have had like you know captain kirk next to spider-man next to the flash like i can i can mix and match all these universes next to john cena (laughs) so it was backed up by gandalf backed up by gandalf (laughs) that's right that's right i actually don't have gandalf i have i have almost the entire fellowship of the ring oh i have gandalf Oh, yeah, you do. So I have Aragorn. I have was actually, I think it says Strider, Gimli, Legolas, Frodo, Sam, Mary Pippin. All I'm missing is Gandalf and Boromir. And I would have the entire fellowship. Yep. Yeah. And these are the movie version, not the. These are movie version, yeah. which are based on the book version. Yeah. I also have Sauron and a Ring Wraith. Sauron is like a 300 point piece. Like he's ridiculous. He even has, uh, there's actually one more symbol we didn't talk about is epic actions. So some characters very rarely have an epic action. I don't remember how it works, but it's kind of crazy. They're mostly once per game. You can just break it is something several rules at yes. once. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. So what are some of your uh, favorite powers from this game? I mean, it's very easy to go to outwit or perplex. Uh, as my favorite powers. I think I'm going to go a little bit off the beaten path here, and I'm going to say support might be my favorite power, and support is how you heal uh, other characters, and you can actually uh, get them back up. I always, some of my favorite teams that I've put together 
uh, have a supporter in them. And uh, I think that might be my favorite power. It's kind of maybe a bit boring. No, it makes sense. A well-placed heel can really turn the tables. Yeah, it also goes back to one of my favorite pieces. I think he's called Thane. And uh, he was a really good ranged piece, but also could heal. Uh, it just depended on when you got him on the clicks. But it was like he kind of did a two-roll. And, and then I had a couple. They're actually, it's a bit rare to get the the support power i own out of the hundreds and hundreds of pieces i have i have three or four supporters yeah and like two of those are just like paramedic yeah yeah <laughs> so i okay yeah so i mean that's not even including the paramedics if i include the paramedics then maybe i have five or six right right so i have like one mutant i think then that thane piece i think one more and that are actually got like a weird limitation where it's like this only works on characters with the robot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I have pieces like that. You're right. Uh, yeah. So I would, I would go with support. I think that might be my favorite. Right. It's one that I try to always have in my team, where I don't think there's any other power outside of the outwit and perplex that I actively try to make sure is on one of my teams. Well, I can think of one that you accidentally make sure is on all your teams. <laughs> oh, what's that? And that is the little stripe over the defense symbol. Oh, yeah. Which simply grants you indomitable. Indomitable. <laughs> which means that on your turn, if your character has taken an action last turn, then they are not penalized for it this turn. Yes. What's the rule and penalty on that, Devon, just for... Oh, so context when you take an action on your turn you get a token on that character yes this denotates that they are tired however if you have a indomitable character Wait, well, what does that mean what it means is that on your next turn if you take an action your character becomes exhausted and they take one click of penetrating damage i think it's called push damage Yes, where push damage is one click of penetrating. Yes, <laughs> yes. So they are, I think it just is signif signify that they are pushing themselves. Yes. They also get a second action token, so they may not move on the next turn, even if you wanted to give them more damage. Yes. Yes. So what's the indomitable then? Indomitable means that when you do get that second token, you do not take any damage. That's right. You still do miss the next turn. Yes. But that's two back-to-back -back moves or actions that you can do without getting penalized. And yeah, this is exactly. one that ends up on most teams because it is a very popular symbol. Yeah, it's it's one of those newer ones they added. I mean, it was a power before. It's no longer a power, actually, a regular power. From what Oh, they, fi they finally swapped it? Yeah, it was like purple on defense or something. Yeah. They took, I think they took purple away altogether. Uh, no, no, they didn't do that. Uh, they took away Indomitable. I think, in, uh, what's purple on defense? Purple on defense is... Shapeshift. Oh, it's willpower. Yeah, which grants Indomitable. So, <laughs> yes. So I think Indomitable is the old term. Right. I think it's just willpower. I'm remembering this now. Wait, it, uh, no, well, it's the symbol on the defense stripe. Oh, the stripe means Indomitable, yes. which grants you willpower, yeah. I guess. Okay, yeah. When this character is dealt pushing damage, you may choose to reduce that damage taken to zero. Hey, here's a good note. Choose to reduce. Yes. That's very interesting. Just almost always yes. Almost always yes. Unless 99 you're playing point, with 99. the Hulk or something. Unless you're playing with Bruce Banner. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so 
Uh, yeah, I think you're right. That is one that you definitely want at least one or two on your force. I mean, most of the times you get it by accident. It's way more common than it used to yeah. be. But uh, but it's it's almost to the point now where it's odd when it's not. Yeah, absolutely. I I think they've over I think they oversaturated that ability personally. Yeah, but hey, I'll take it. Now everyone's the greatest athlete. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone's Which, an mean, Avenger now. It is a pretty common power for superheroes. I mean, it's a common storyline where they push themselves yeah. beyond their limits to, to. But they're fine after. And then they're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, good point. Good point. Uh, Yeah, well, that's actually a really good power. Actually, and even just having the willpower power on the dial is still very good, right? You just could, I mean, you could lose it, but at least you still have it there on the dial, right? So that's that not as good one. as like nowhere near reduced two clicks when you would take damage. <laughs> I mean, you are correct. If you could have both. If I could have that (laughs) and invincible, yes, or uh, invulnerable or impervious, then you are correct. Yes, I would rather both. Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite power. Well, then, I mean, if we're talking about favorites here, what would uh, your favorite piece be? Do you have... I mean, that's a... I mean... It's a tough one. My favorite piece, I think, is just based entirely on how they put the figure together. More than what it can actually do, like the actual design, like the actual of design. Oh, of, okay, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. figure. I can listen. I can get behind that. I can yeah. absolutely get behind that. That's one of the reasons I love collecting. This and piece. I'm gonna say it's the Mirror Master piece. So this piece has a thin piece of like plastic that's reflective, with half of a figure holding a gun coming out of the piece. That is really <laughs> cool piece. So it's one of the Flash's villain gallery, I believe. I think that's the set that I got it in. But yeah, yeah. it's a really interesting piece. It just shows you exactly what the character's about. Yeah. Just in the piece itself. You don't even need to read anything. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's someone who goes in and out of mirrors and can pop out of a reflective surface. Awesome. That is actually a really cool piece. That is a really cool piece. Yeah, and I think that's my favorite. In hindsight, we should have done favorite piece and favorite design in hindsight. But too late. Too late. Well, and then I would actually have to say one of my favorite pieces for design would be the Iron Man Mark 42 armor, which is from Iron Man 3. The uh, His um, experimental new armor where he can just put up his arm and all the pieces will fly on him. It's that one. That was a cool figure. That is a cool figure. It's super powerful. I think it's like 150, 200 points or 240 points or something. All of the Iron Man armor in that set was pretty cool. <laughs> I have a bunch of it too. They did. And uh, I think that might be when they started just putting out a ton of different armor. Yeah, just like whenever there was a movie, they're just. Going. Yeah. And every everything, set, everything seems that to appeared have... in the movie, just put it in. <laughs> yeah. He, oh my goodness. If they did that, that would be intense, especially that movie. Yeah. There were dozens in that movie. But yeah, I actually one of my favorite collections is all my different Iron Man pieces. I actually, I actually traded you a piece. We don't trade, but I no. got your. Uh, I forget who I gave you, but I got the Iron Patriot. You gave me yeah. the Iron Patriot piece. Do you remember what I traded to you? I don't remember. I can't remember. That was a two hundred point piece, but but I it was just, something I really wanted. Yeah, yeah, and I love that Iron Patriot piece that you had. 
Um, and those yeah. are, that, that's that, I mean, I will trade a ton for just any of those iron. But I mean, going into what I researched for my favorite pieces, so uh, I actually came up with three. Um, well, one is the Taskmaster piece because uh, that piece was actually just really awesome. We were just talking about it earlier, um, where he can every turn choose to give himself a plus one on any combat value uh, on his dial until his next turn or until it's clicked. So that one was nice. cool. But the ones that uh, I've had uh, good luck playing with, uh, mostly against you, um, is this Tony Stark piece. It's from the Invincible Iron Man set, and he can have... He has the mind control ability, but only to do anything with the armor or robot keyword. But you may also... Uh, oh, and he can only... Oh, no, no, it's not just only, but he can target opponent characters and friendly characters, where mind control normally just works on opponent. And because he takes control of a robot or armor piece and makes it take an action, it doesn't count as that piece actually taking the action. So it doesn't take the... Yeah, so Tony Stark would get the action. Tony Stark gets the action. Whatever robot would just get to do its attack or move. But not actually be penalized for it. Exactly. Now this iron, this Tony Stark piece is seventy points. And uh, just to bring in the second piece that I had uh, chosen originally was the Dreadnought piece. There's one at fifty points and one at seventy five points. The one I have is fifty points. Uh, so this is uh, uh, um, my kind of robot slash armor team that uh, I use. It's a lower point team it's like 150 200 point team we would play at 150 a lot yeah it's quicker battles um and i brought in the dreadnought piece so this piece at 50 points um had good resistance i think extra clicks and could do a decent amount of damage so it could move on its own turns and then tony stark could uh take control of it and uh have it do more on its own turn so that's why i chose these two because i actually played a lot with them and really enjoyed what they were able to do. It was, I, I, I do remember you being particularly frustrated because, uh, that somehow that 50, 50 point dreadnought piece was able to just do a lot to you and it didn't take too much damage. Oh no. So what would happen okay. is that you would have your loaded X-Men dice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what won you all those games. (laughs) Those did roll really well. Those rolled really well. It's like they hollowed out the side to make a really nice X symbol that actually like loaded it, preloaded it. it Hey, you had the Avengers (laughs) dice, which they did hollow out on one side. Yeah, but just for some reason those would roll like ones constantly. (laughs) You're discounting the fact that you roll terribly. Across in, the board. Across every game. Like, give me some dice. Let so me roll them a thousand times. And it will be, like, two standard deviations towards the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be, like, yeah, ones and twos. Like, yeah. So don't get discount that. It could just be... Yeah. Maybe those Avengers dice roll really well in a normal person's hands. Perhaps. You just have bad rolling. But all I know is that those X-Men dice were loaded. I still swear to this day that you hauled them out and cheated. The funny thing was, like, I pref- I like Avengers more than X Men, but I just like those X Men dice. Yeah, but those more. dice, they just rolled 
they were blue. Tens to twelves in, fre- <laughs> in frequency. I chose them before they rolled like that, and it was because they looked cool. The dark blue die with the yellow inlay pips. Yeah. And the like Avengers classic, were red with classic white. Classic X-Men colors. Yeah. That yeah. 90s blue color that they always had. Yeah, like the it 90s was that yellow. deep blue and the, that, that kind of like deep, like that darker, not quite mustard, but almost mustard yellow. Like yeah. it was pretty nice. And I mean, the Avengers dice are nice, but they were just like red, a deep red with like white. Yeah, like white. And it's just like, eh, boring. And that started my love of dice. Thanks, Heroclix. Thanks, Heroclix, for starting that love. Oh, yeah, and that actually reminded me of one other piece that I have that had healing, which was um, Rescue. Right. She's also on the my robot slash armor team and can be controlled by Tony Stark. Yeah. Uh, and she can heal. She doesn't do damage. Not great for damage. Not, not great for an damage. excellent support piece. That's why the Dreadnought piece is so important. Because it's yeah. like, okay, this is the only one that's fighting. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, that's the, the support. I like this mirror. I, I just looked up your mirror masterpiece. Oh, yeah, it's really, really cool. It, has a, it actually is really cool. It's like, yep, I don't need any more information. Just the figurine tells me everything I need to know. I think it had some cool powers. Like, if there was block terrain, it could just move there and pop out That's of the wall. That's cool. Well, maybe I'm looking at a different one, but there's also ones where, like, you can actually have other copies, uh, like, on a side group and they can switch out i think it's where they like pop up or something mirror duplicates there might be a newer version that might be a newer version it's the same design that you mentioned but it might be a different different i mean it makes sense to use that design more than one yeah they might also have you know what i'm actually looking and i think i see different designs that are but are the same yeah like it's, it's very similar design but different pieces so i might have just clicked on one that Loosely right. looked like yours, but was different. Well, I think that was the last actual set that I bought. It was like a Legion of Evil set. Yeah, I remember you buying that one. Yeah, I never buy DC. I don't buy DC very much. It was a cool I set. A Marvel set, but yeah, I mean, came with like a Gigantica. Yeah, Mirror you Master. Use that a lot. You use that one a lot. I don't think you've ever used Mirror Master on one. No, it's not like a super damaging piece or nothing. Right. I think it, it was it, like expensive and needed like specific terrain to be good. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, the rules do say, I think you choose the map before you choose the pieces. Yeah. I don't know. But we always chose, like, outdoorish. I think we rotated a lot. Yeah, but they tended to be wide open spaces. You know, a lot of the older maps had a lot more walls and things, but the newer maps were a bit more open. Yeah. Yeah. I should look back into maybe making my own set. The problem is with making a, like, an actual 3D map is where do you put it? Yep. Yeah. Like, where do I put a 3D map of a 3D map that has a use for one? Just make game? it an origami map so you can just unfold it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to play Heroclix? Sure. I just need four hours to fold this map out. <laughs> or like a clicking into place sort of thing. Heroclix. Yeah, it's a sheet, but then you fold it until it turns into like a battle platform. I mean, actually, think about it this way just make one generic base out of wood. Right, flat base. Now it's easily storable, and just make a bunch of different buildings and things that you just place. And now you have near infinite maps that you can just make. Actually, I just made. Or do you store the buildings? Well, if you make them like you know whatever, you can just put them in a box. Ah. But at least it's not one big map setup that's ah. you know, two feet. So by have four set feet. pieces. Yeah, have set pieces. 
now that solves the other problem of how many times you want to play on the same map. Well, now you can just change the map. Change up. it every time. I mean, we just I just reinvented dungeon tiles essentially for dungeon. Yes. I just reinvented that, so which anyway, are available. But that makes it, I think, a little bit easier to make. All right, yeah. I'm gonna. I mean, you could probably just look up. I don't know the dungeon. No, most dungeons and dragons accessories are one inch. The hero one books inch. are a little bigger. They are, I think, about an inch and a half. Yeah. So. Yeah. But no, I could I could make buildings out of wood and stuff like that. Oh, that's not a, not a terrible idea. I know. Okay. Good idea. But we'll take up some space. It will take up some space, but that is yeah. But I got storage space for small things like that, just not one big map that. Yeah, it would just break if I put it in the pauses. Yeah. The yeah. strategy for this game. Be the first one to hit and make it a really, really big hit. Yeah, that's a good strategy and it's a sucky strategy because most of our games, we do follow that strategy and it takes many turns for us to actually like move into range of each other. Yep. Because we, no one wants to make the first move. It's usually me making the first move by accident. Like, oops, I am now in range. I'm getting counterattack. <laughs> yeah. I guess I will move this piece over here and use their attack and move ability to attack and move. Yeah. And oh look, I just got a critical. I guess you take extra damage and knocked back. <laughs> and now everything's fine. Now everything's fine again. You took six clicks of damage. Um, you're on your last click. These X-Men dice are awesome. And that's how it would typically go. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, now talking about strategies, we are not like pro players. We went into one tournament one time and got our butts handed to us. I ended up scoring higher than you just because at one point we had to face each other and I won. <laughs> we well, both each lost. We each lost every other match we was, played. That wasn't one where we had to just open packs and choose, was it? Or... No, that one was a just come with your own stuff. Yeah, so I think if, like, we were a couple years back at that time. Everyone. The pieces that we had. Yeah, and literally every person who was playing. I think our pieces were up to date, but every person was playing the Green Lantern Core, and they had a, like, the core lantern that gave different abilities and could do yeah, different Yeah, they had, like, lanterns and items that you could put on the table and stuff. Yeah, and so they like... were, like, doing all this other stuff outside of just their pieces moving around. Yeah. And also their pieces were, like, friggin' awesome. We had decent pieces, and I think we even yeah, had I think if it was, teams. like, a tournament setting where you just, like, yeah. buy four packs and you pick whatever you got and you have to use that, yeah, it those... would have went much better. I have also wanted to do those, because that's kind of, yeah. like, build your force and go done that with yeah. pokemon before that went pretty good i never did that i never did that ever actually i did it on my own i bought like a bunch of boosters and had to make my own team yeah. no i did it at fan expo one of those years that's cool that's cool i'd love to it do was that like you spend twenty dollars for the tournament they give you like seven or eight booster packs and then whatever energies you need they'll yeah. just give you yeah yeah yeah. that's right i remember yeah that's pretty cool I won two matches and then got knocked out after that. Hey, that's still that's still decent though. And then someone stole my sister's deck after. Wow, <laughs> wow. She had a really cool Espeon. Damn. And then that's missing. I like Espeon. Anyway, let's go back to this game. We haven't done a Pokemon uh, episode yet. We recorded one, but it's gone. 
So we'll do that in the future. Got eaten. Yes. By time. All Adam's right. Me. Uh, <laughs> my, yes. By Devon and time. Do you have any other strategies you'd like to employ? Um, Lie about how many points your piece is worth. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> you're recruiting? Not always. People don't always check that. Be like one or two points over. Get that in. Yeah, that's fair. I like actually getting... So, I am usually the one that will come in with the big, super powerful piece. Let's do a 400-point battle, and I come in with a 350-point piece. But I would actually say a good strategy is taking a lot of lower-level pieces. Yeah, if you want to really murder someone, having a lot of little pieces might be more important than having one big piece. But it really depends on the action economy. So in this game, for every 100 points, you get one action you can do on your turn. Exactly. So if it's a 400-point game and you only have one piece that's worth 400 points, but your opponent has, say, eight pieces, yes, then they can take those four actions on their turn, but you only get one action on your turn. Then actually, to that point, you're only taking two actions every three turns if your piece is pushable. Yeah. Yeah, if your piece has that uh, willpower ability. So, yeah, so I think a lot of lower-level pieces, that's why I actually go to those uh, shops at Fan Expo where they have the loose pieces. There actually only is one shop. But I went and I bought every uh, S.H.I.E.L.D.-type yeah. character I could find, including actually the show Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. from the first season they had a set. And uh, I like those pieces because they're lower-level pieces. I can throw a bunch in. They have, you know, decent abilities. They have a wide range. They have a wide range of uh, types of characters, right? Scientists, uh brawlers with extra armor and things they give you a wide range of um abilities yeah and sometimes they have some nice support abilities on there where it would be exactly. like grant one point to another figure yeah uh yeah so there's there's also those team abilities i don't remember what the uh shield team ability is but um by using that you actually get good and then you actually have theme when you get themed teams so there's a there is a ability called mastermind no i mean that is an uh that is an ability that is an ability but that's not what i'm talking about make your minions take damage for you instead that is correct the one i want to talk about is i think it's probability control yeah now this is an op power a little bit very much i mean very much so it does have Uh, limitations once per turn you may re-roll a target character's attack or breakaway roll that is very very powerful. You can have yourself or one of your opponents re-roll. They re-roll um, well, make them re-roll it again. Yes. Oh, they rolled even better. Then, that's my life. Yes. So when a character <laughs> gets probability control, that's pretty rough. But when you have a themed team, this unlocks the ability to have a team probability control. Now, it's far more restricted than a regular probability control ability. Uh, it's actually where I think it only affects your own character. You can't make an opponent re-roll their dice. Can't remember. But I can't remember. There isn't a limitation, yes. but it's still worth. But it's still worth it, right? Because I mean, I highly, highly doubt a low-level character like a shield agent. Actually, I can almost guarantee is not going to have probability control. Just adding probability control into a piece throws up the point value. I'm sure something crazy. Yeah. 
Whatever the formula is. Yeah, I don't know that formula. Uh, having a themed team like that would also really help. What, a typical piece is going to be around, like, 80 to 100 points for most characters. Yeah, I mean, they do go as low as 50, depending on the character. But that's, like, unnamed, like, police officer sort of thing. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have decent pieces. I would say seven. I I would say, like, 55 to 100. Because right. you have a lot of lower level street characters. Level heroes. Not even, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like your daredevils and stuff like that where they're not as powerful as, you know, Superman and whatnot. Yeah. Where their point values are typically a bit lower, but typically still worth it. To, yeah, but then you have your them. super powerful characters who are like your Iron 100 Man's. and... 50 to like 300 yes yeah those are your iron mans your hulks your uh, superman yeah those ones many forms of batman you have many forms of bat actually yeah yeah not up in the 300 point range I no think, not but, typically but yeah but he 175 200 yeah yeah i've seen those and those are worth it to have again if you do too many high high power I mean, most splashes are worth that most flashes are in the 200 range. They yeah. always have, like, extra attack and extra Well, moves. yeah, hypersonic <laughs> speed is a, is really powerful, and you get the hypersonic speed throughout most of the click. Yeah. So you really have to lay it on. But speaking of the powers, another strategy I find is selecting characters with high stats, not just the most fancy powers. If you have high defense and or high attack, uh, that can sometimes uh, offset not having powers or yeah. offset someone else's powers. Like a defense, I would say 16 is like the median defense. Well, in this game, it seems like there's been a lot of power creep on the defense. Okay. And as the years have gone on, 17 yeah. is now really low on the defense. Like 20. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Really? Well, even with like the last the time that we played, we had I would say seventeen was like the medium high, and eighteen was considered high. When you had nineteen defense, that was like really yeah, high. There's a lot of pieces with like twenty defense. No, I haven't. I don't have any. Oh, like for no, instance, my three hundred point Hulk, his defense was okay. I think he had a twenty. Yeah, and then and then nineteen, but nineteen is still considered really high. I think sixteen was like the the low medium and 17 was the high medium and then for a lot of like the commoner pieces they might have like a 12 or something where it's like just don't get this character yeah yeah (laughs) a 14 was always is is considered low now yeah and then attack power like 12 or 13 13 i uh, i think i had the hulk the 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 300 350 point hulk that i have i think has a 14 attack and that's incredibly high so for the attack you literally roll two dice Add that to your attack, and that has to beat the defense. So if 18, 19 is really high, then a 14 attack, you know, is incredibly high. Because all you got to do is roll yep. like a 5 or 6. Definitely want dice. an attack in the double digits at least. Yes. Yes. A nine, a, a nine, a 10 attack is probably like the mean it's the like average. Maybe don't pick that, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> then 11 and 12 are where you start getting into your, your Thors and your Iron Mans. It's just when you get into those crazy pieces, you get higher yeah. than that. So that's, that would be my suggestion a high speed is good but not necessary depending on uh, high range is better high range is better than high speed and then high damage obviously high damage is high damage 
uh, a high damage. Three is considered high, and then four and five, which I have seen, are incredibly high. Two is your normal, and one is one is rough. One is mostly useless against most characters, unless yeah. you have an ability that lets you ignore uh, defensive abilities. Yeah, what's called penetrating damage, so you ignore those defense abilities. Yeah. So that's another strategy I would go with. Just look at the numbers. Don't just look at the powers. But again, don't discount the powers because the powers can do a lot of different yeah. things. So they do complement each other. But that's typically where I go. That's a pretty good strategy. Yeah. Keep those numbers high. Attack first. Less That takes away a lot of the randomness from the dice. If you have high numbers, you don't need them to roll super high. That being said, my 350-point Hulk lost to your Pied Piper Rats. Yes. Because I rolled a one and hurt myself and died. <laughs> <laughs> you threw so many of those stupid little rats at me. I mean, that was their ability. That I mean, he like just summon rats. Summon rats, and the I was destroying them. But I, I think you rolled a couple crits on me. You roll double sixes. It doesn't matter what the defense is. Yeah. And if you roll, and if you roll double ones, it doesn't matter. It you just... actually take damage yourself. Just one of those scenarios where it was just the numbers game of I'm getting three rolls per turn and you were getting one. Yeah, yeah. And I had taken out all your other characters. Yep. You only had the Pied Piper left, but he was just throwing all kinds of rats. And I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, the Hulk could not take the onslaught of rats. Nope. That was a good match. That was a good match. I was so upset to lose that match. So upset, but I that was like, this is the only way I can win. Yeah. Stall, stall, stall. What was Make funny? more rats. Make yeah, more rats. <laughs> it worked, man. <laughs> it totally worked. I mean, I lost on a critical failure. Yeah. But it's, hey, it worked. That's like, we actually, I think we were talking about it in the car this morning. Uh, it was D&D, yeah. but giving you more opportunities to roll was more opportunities for me to take damage. Or even myself having more opportunities to roll was giving myself more uh, uh, more chances of hitting that double one and taking yep. damage. And what's funny in that match, too, is I brought... The support piece I brought was Captain America, a 50-point Captain America. So it was a 400-point match. I had a 350 Hulk and a 50-point Cap, and he was out, I think, in the second turn. <laughs> Captain yeah. America went out so fast, uh, and uh, which was a smart play by you. All I had left was the Hulk. And he, he took out... Two or three characters, but yeah, couldn't take out Pied Piper. That was a good. Well, match. you didn't get the chance to attack the Pied. Piper. No, no, <laughs> I was half a board away from him. I could not make it over yeah. there. We actually played in a very small area. That was a really small area, and I just, yeah, I was swarmed Clogged by the door rats. With rats. I mean, I, <laughs> that was that was well. That was a good. That was a. I think you were. It was a bit worse for you in that you didn't have the willpower so you couldn't no like, i do it two out of three turns but i could so i was actually doing more turns but you had built up a wall yeah. of rats by the time i even got to yeah i knock out those other sure characters. i could only make a group of rats every third turn but i already had like three layers yeah. of them oh and you make you don't create one rat at a time no, you make a swarm of rats. Oh my word! Yeah, okay, every that's time why. That you that's made, why. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because you were playing like every other turn. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it yeah, let yeah, you yeah. make like two units or something. Yeah, okay. 
not just a single one where it's kind of underpowered, but not like three, four that's open. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That was a, that's a really good match and really shows you that the biggest piece is not always the best. In fact, no, it is the not. biggest pieces are only good in like a 350 point piece. Nowadays, I'd only use at least in a five to 600 point match. Yeah. Maybe higher just so I can actually have enough of a other pieces that can that can actually do something. But I mean, they do crazy amounts of damage. They do. So. And I mean, again, I only lost that match because I rolled the double ones. But yeah. I mean, that's that's how it goes. So just be careful if you're if you're playing this game. Just don't look at the biggest, most powerful pieces like I do and think I will be unstoppable. Yeah. I think when we played the Star Trek Hero Clicks, I have a Borg cube that is 400 points. So I took my 400 point Borg cube versus you as I think you were mostly. I had like Federation. three support ships. Or you had a, you had three or five ships. Or yeah. something. you had a lot. But I lost that one. Didn't no, I? you won. You destroyed me. Absolutely destroyed me. No, I lost a few ships, but by the you end, you lost <laughs> ships, but you you like, you took me out. Yeah. I you were you were because I mean you had four moves every turn. All I could do was I think fire once or twice. Yeah, yeah. So latest set is Spider Man and Venom Absolute Carnage. Ooh, it sounds exactly like one that would be up your alley. I looked at a couple of the figures. They had one of those Spider-Men where he has, like, the extra arms coming Stop out. it! Stop <laughs> it! Oh, I want it. I do have one in his spider armor. That is awesome. Yeah. The one that Tony Stark made. That's for. where the um, the Groot I was telling about you earlier. Venom Groot. The Venom Groot. Oh, my word. They, had, they have, like, a whole line of superheroes where it's just them plus Venom. There was, like, a Venom Captain Marvel and just, like... Oh. All sorts of stuff. When it's paying. Oh, it looks like I need to buy a so, couple I mean, bricks. They're still going strong. I mean, there. I mean, there was a point in time a couple of years ago we we were going to the comic store and I was not seeing new sets. Yeah. Uh, and that comic store is no. They do. That's where they do Heroclix tournaments every Saturday. Yep. So they would always have. And they would have like the, the release Heroclix. parties, and yeah. they would have like people ordering bricks and bricks and bricks yeah and like you said too like those booster uh those booster um tournaments like they anytime a new set came out they did a booster tournament everyone gets two sets it's a 200 point team you just make it from what you get um so yeah so there was a point where i wasn't seeing new sets come out at all there was a point where people would buy their brick and then open it right there in the store and just sell their doubles to other people. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're all there to play. Yeah. They're all collectors. And so, the, and they all know each other at that point. So they would have fun seeing the new pieces come out and then, yeah, buying them off of each other. Uh, that was fun. Actually, when I bought that brick, the 10th anniversary brick, they, uh, there was a tournament going on upstairs uh, that we weren't playing in. And they actually, uh, one of the, one of the, Guys who runs the store ran upstairs to tell them someone's buying the the brick. They someone finally bought the brick, and they tried to convince us uh-huh. to go upstairs and 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 open it around everybody. But I didn't want to do that. But I did. They they convinced me. I opened one in front of them, and I I think that's when I pulled the Taskmaster piece. They love Whoa. that the the Taskmaster chase piece. So they were all amped about that. So yeah, I mean cool. if if you're interested in 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 playing, like if you're in the 
Toronto area, I, you know, reach out to us. We can suggest a place to go and play. I don't know if tournaments are going on right now. I would, I would imagine that they're not. I would imagine that they are not. But not for any real reason. Not for any real reason. No idea why. This is a timeless, timeless podcast. (laughs) Um, but yeah, if uh, you know, in the future, that's what you're looking to do. Reach out and uh, you know, look in your local community to see if. uh, I wonder if this is on Tabletop Simulator. HeroClix have. They have a game, a computer game. They had right. it a few years ago. But do you think they would make every figure for Tabletop Simulator? You just buy booster packs there? Possibly, possibly. But that's the thing. Like, who want, I don't want to buy digital booster packs. I'd rather have it. In, but, I mean, if that's your only option, I suppose. Yeah. But I'd rather have it in person. Makes sense. Yeah. I, th- th- I mean, the game never took off. It was a pretty lousy game, from what I remember. Oh, that one you were talking about earlier. I'm like HeroClix is doing pretty good. Oh, Hero <laughs> HeroClix is doing its, it itself is doing all right. It's I I actually gotten bigger, but no, the computer version, no, yeah. it's not doing. No, I, I, it might not even I exist anymore. Imagine it's no longer supported. I tried it out. It was terrible. All oh, right. Well, I mean, do we have a rating for this game? It's come a long way from where it started. Absolutely. The art has gotten much much better. It's a lot less melty looking. Oh my word! Some of those uh, early pieces are rough. <laughs> The, the painting on them was yeah. Rough. Now everything looks a lot cleaner. It's a lot more on model for everything, yes. which is cool. Absolutely. It's a lot easier to use. You don't need that dumb finger yes. key anymore. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Yeah, and if you can find someone else to play with who's also engaging and mm-hmm. wants to play the game with you, it's a really good one. They just need to be a good winner and a good loser. That I mean, that's the thing. Like you, you hit it on the nose. This is a like I said, it, like like we said before. This isn't a single game in a box. You know, pack it up, take it to your friend's house. This is a a bit more of an investment of time and energy and money. But uh, so don't necessarily start collecting pieces if you don't have someone to play with. Yeah. To Devon's point, yeah. And for that point, as even if you do collect a bunch of pieces and invite people to. Play, come over it is going to take quite a while for them to pick them out and for everything to get set up even if they do know the rules so i'm going to give this one a nice six interesting and you're yeah. not giving that an out of something let's say out of 11 six out of 11 so that's oh just because it's really difficult to just throw it another player that's you know that's exactly middle what that is exactly middle what Okay. Yeah. If it was easier to throw in another player, it would be a higher mark for me. But oh, I do you... enjoy the, the I aesthetic. I enjoy the figures. I enjoy okay. the gameplay and everything. So it the just... lower score from a a ease of play. Yeah, it's just the difficulty to get into it. That's fair. That's I mean that's an excellent. Uh, that's definitely something to consider. Uh, I mean, yeah, this has been one of my favorite games. You know. For 18 years, almost almost half my life now, actually, which is nuts. And I've always enjoyed playing it. It's I mean, I've always been a comic fan. So uh, to be able to physically play out different scenarios and, and things uh, is always fun. So for me, the rating, I mean, going traditional rating, if you did, you know, six out of 11, I will do on the 11 scale. I'll probably go a nine. Uh, nine right. or an eight for me like yeah it is it's it's a it's a money investment like 
like I was at the comic store the other day and I saw those, uh, uh, I think a set of six or seven next generation characters in a box, 20 bucks, not terrible. But I said, you know what? I haven't played this in a couple of years, probably. So I'm not going to buy it. It's, it's, it's a money investment, right? So it's not just a, oh, here's the latest expansion. Let me buy it. No, no yeah. it's, it's, it, you got to hope for it. So yeah, you're right. In that case, I've spent so much money on this. That's what, that's going to lose me the points for it. So, and then the time investment for reading the rules and actually setting up a game and reading the rules, rules on every card now, then uh, on every card, <laughs> Uh, when there's a rules dispute, searching through the rules. I mean, that's a normal thing, but it yep. with a game that's so much more broad and open, it happens a bit more frequently. So, yeah, I would say a, a 9 out of 11, 8 out of 10. That would yeah. be my... But, I mean, where else can you have Gandalf fight the Hulk? Exactly. Or Superman get beat up by Chinese Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, <laughs> right? Exactly. So that's that's one of the reasons I love it so much. It 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 combines all my like Star Trek is my jam. That is my thing. Uh, but also, as you may have guessed, Spider Man is my thing. So you know, combining yeah. all that in a one battlefield, that is really cool to you me. You can have Spock team up with Doc Ock. That would never happen. No, it probably would. They're both scientists. Yeah, but that would be so cool. That's what my favorite thing is. I don't have a Doc Ock. I have a really old one that sees that. I was just about to say. Yeah, I have an old, old one that sees. I got it for like. You have a Doc Ock piece. It just does not look like a Doc Ock. I think they, I think they gave me a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. It's like Doc Arm, but Doc Ock, but he has just four regular other arms. Yeah. Well, didn't they, no? I think they had the arms going like down as the base. So it's like what's connecting him to the base is the arms. Oh, I've never seen that one. That sounds actually pretty no, cool. No, they're not holding him up. He's standing on his legs. Oh, yeah. And then the arms just go <laughs> down just to the base. To the yeah, floor. yeah, yeah. They had two that went down and then two that went up. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's a pretty lame piece, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm but, sure there's ones where it is the cool pose where he's standing on the forearms. I, there, there must yeah. be. The the spider the Spider Man one I have, like the spider armor with the four extra legs coming out. Yeah, it does. So he's sort of supporting that. himself. On those extra legs and like jumping in the air, yeah. so it makes it look like they're just trailing behind them. So they have the you said it. The art design is super cool now. So yeah, I'm sure there's a cooler Doc Ock. Anyway, we've run a bit long, so I think that's it for us. What are we going to talk about for next week? Next week is more Hero Click. Next week is Hero Clicks Part Two. No, uh, next week I think we're talking about the expansion of Settlers of Catan. Explorers and Pirates. This is one of our... Uh, now with more R. Now with more R. Explorers and Pirates. pirates. That just sounded messy. Pirates. <laughs> Pie farts. Yes. So next week, please tune in for that. That'll be a fun one. Two weeks. Two weeks. Next week? Two, uh, it is in two weeks. Two weeks. It should be November 1st today, if you're listening to this on launch day. If our timeline lasts. Anyway, that's all. I think we're done. Bye. Also, coming up, starting in December. What do we got in December? December is going to be Munch Timber. Munch Timber. That is going to be. Where are we munching? We candy are. Candy canes? Candy canes. And Cherry's Chocolate Orange. You say Cherry's Chocolate Orange? Cherry's Chocolate Orange. No, Terry's Chocolate Orange. No. <laughs> Munch Timber is Munchkin Month. One of our favorite card games one of the ones we've played the most 
It is a, uh, a very successful card game. It has spawned a lot of different versions. So for Munch Timber, we will have four episodes that month, one every week. And... Talking about all the weird stuff and all the different versions. Yes. All Well, not all the different versions. Just the ones we've played. All of them. All... We're going to go down the list. We're They're blowing out all the budget. All right. Getting all of them. Talking about every single one. I thought we blew out the budget on obtain. all this equipment. No, no, the equipment bought. is a write-off te- for taxes. We're oh, fine. okay. <laughs> Wait, it is? When did we start making money? I don't. I must have missed <laughs> that part. I must have missed it. Shut all up. right, all right, I'm everyone. I'm trying to sell stocks of our company. All right. Wait, we have a company. <laughs> the last time we recorded, we were sitting in a car. <laughs> all right, that's all. We need to go. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Well, thanks for listening. So formal. It's so formal, but why not? Well, I guess. I guess. Screw you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>